This episode of Wild Endeavors is brought to you by our podcast partner, All Hail Yogg. When you get tired of those goody two-shoes and half-hearted murder heroes, All Hail Yogg is a breath of fresh, evil air. All Hail Yogg is a villainous actual play D&D anthology featuring a rotating cast of players and characters. The goal of these false servants is simple. Free their dark lord, the elder god Yogg, and thus bring about the downfall of the world of Undune. This show features some amazing players and creating incredibly, diabolically fun characters. A lore-rich world beautifully spun by DM Timothy J. Meyer, and sound production of the highest quality. Do yourself a favor and start listening today. They are in the midst of their fifth arc, The Ritual. You can start there, but I highly recommend taking it all in from the beginning to fully enjoy how everything ties together. You can find them at xpcast.podbean.com, at xpwebseries on Twitter, or on your favorite podcast platform, now including Spotify. If nothing else, remember this. Yog before all. wild endeavors. The Wayward Sons returned triumphant from the Feywild. They had found the long-believed dead champion Igraine Vanguin. They had retrieved from her another of the nine Crucius that they believe will help them free Arya from the Eternal Watch. Upon returning to their airship, our heroes were met with a troubling discovery. Half of the party saw Kenku assassins attacking the ship. The other half did not see any Kenku. Amid the confusion and the fighting, they have begun to wonder who is seeing what's really happening, and who is being manipulated. This is the story of the Wayward Sons, featuring Adam Rogers as the gnome rogue Malkin Kessel. I'm super confused, and I'm pretty sure I'm right. Nick Feely as elven fighter Aramil Galadinel. Hell yeah, um, I'm parkouring the shit out of this room. Evan Chamberlain as the human cleric Elliman Corster. Um, so I'm going to hit her with a blunt end of my sword, like the the pommel, but I still want to use smite. Amy Jostineau as the dwarven barbarian, Therina Thunderhelm. He's in our world now, bitch. Devin Salisbury as the Eladrin wizard, Varys Leodon. Cantrips don't mess around. And I'm Thomas Marsetti, the DM who is still sometimes somehow surprised when our heroes think violence will solve their problems. And now... Episode 7, First of Four. Therina advance and deliver two brutal hits against cowering Cerulean Sun's crew members as they try to retreat from her. Their eyes are full of terror 
as if they are just realizing they are actually going to die. Thorina, that's not what you see. You see two Kenku assassins recovering from your attack and pointing their blades at you. One wipes a little blood from their beak and stares at you with hate-filled black eyes. In the other room, behind Element and Malkin, Varys and Aramel have just finished tying up what they see as two Kenku assassins in the section of the cargo hold where you all recently just reboarded the ship. And we are at the top of the round with Varys. I'll probably make my way towards, like, Farina and then try to see if I spot any more of the uh, Kenku. And the same thing, I'll try to cast Old Curse on them if I can. Yeah, you're coming up right behind Malkin. I mean, he's obviously not much of a, uh, like, blocking your line of sight. So you see that there's two other Kenku right around Tharina, and two dead at her feet. The dark blue fog or or plasma-like energy of your magic swirls around your hands as you cast. One of them immediately stops moving as the hold person spell settles in on them. The other one kind of stutters for just a moment, but then keeps moving as you can feel it doesn't land on that one. Damn. (laughs) You guys are pretty strong. Next up are the Kenku. The one who is free is going to attack Tharina. You get out of the way of the first slash, but it comes right back with another slash that does catch you across the arm. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Fifteen. So you fight off the worst of the poison, you are resistant to poison damage, and you are raging. So you are going to take... Ten damage. Okie dokie. And at the end of his turn, the other Kenku is going to try to break out of the whole person. He does not. So next up is Malkin. What does Malkin see right now? You, so you see two dead crew members at Thorina's feet. One crew member who is uh, frozen uh, with his like his scimitar up, and another one who has his scimitar drawn and is kind of um, in a, like a defensive pose, like facing Thorina. <clears throat> I think maybe I like kind of shout to everybody, and it's, but specifically at this one, like saying, "We need to stop. We need to stop." Something wrong is happening right now, and I just want to talk it out <laughs> real quick here. This isn't great, and I feel like I'm, I'm doing this again. So, are you again? Are you trying to? Are you trying to convince them to do that, or are you trying to? It sounded a little bit more like persuasion to me. I mean, that's good for Malkin if it is persuasion, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking it is kind of. I think my first ones, I was angrily doing it, but now it's like I'm sincere. Like, I need right? To, more. This uh, is more like an appeal. It sounds yeah. like. Okay. 19. The crew member is, you know, kind of like, is is nodding and, like, is wide-eyed and, like, takes a couple steps backwards. I I don't want to die, man. Uh, I I don't know what's going on. I would would love if we could all just put our weapons down. Thorina, Varys, and Elemen, go ahead and give me an insight check. Natural one. I got an eight. 28. Okay. Uh, so, Elemen, Malkin's making a ton of sense, particularly because you already think something's wrong here, too. Yeah. And it seems like you're kind of, he was very persuasive to you. Therina and Varys, something is, something might be up with Malkin. He's been acting kind of weird since you guys got back to the ship, and now he's telling you not to fight the Kenku that are stabbing and shooting arrows at Therina. Something's kind of, something's kind of weird there. I just want to look at 
Well, I'm, I'm assuming like elements like nodding and like agreeing, and those two are just probably just getting angrier. And I just want um, to say, give me an insight. Okay. Seventeen. You can, yeah, you can tell that it's um, your words have kind of landed with Elemen and the the crew member, but Thorina and Varys do not seem convinced. Alright, so I, I like kind of point and hand at Elemen and say, Elemen, you need to help me here because <laughs> we are not seeing the same thing. I think everybody just needs to say what they're seeing because I'm very confused. We are on our ship. A lot of people have been killed. I killed somebody because I was scared. I'm seeing our crew. I see two dead crew right now. I see two more crew. One frozen, one still thinking about killing Farina. I'm super confused and I'm pretty sure I'm right. I'm going to say that's probably all you have time for on your turn, but Elemen is up next. Okay. I'm nodding my head. I'm, I'm just like, I'm right there with you. And uh, I'm going to I'm gonna hopefully see if this works. I'm going to cast Calm Emotions uh, in our area. It's a 20-foot radius, and it should negate the effects for the time being, I read it correctly, um, of like charm spells, things like that. And people who are Thinking of attacking somebody, um, think otherwise. Okay, so if a creature fails, choose one of the two following effects. You can suppress any effect causing the target to be charmed or frightened until the spell ends. Mm -hmm. Or you can make the target indifferent about creatures of your choice that it is hostile toward. This indifference ends if it's attacked or harmed by a spell, or witnesses any of its friend being harmed. So let's, um... Let's yeah. roll first. So this is for the two NPCs. They both fail. Malkin got a four. Tharina got a six. Fourteen. Yeah, you all failed. Yeah, my save is a seventeen. Bullshit. So all of you guys are now, I so, believe, I'm going to say thinking indifferent about what you're doing. Indifferent about a creature of your choice. I'm going to say and hope to Tempest that works. I did scream, I did scream about there being Kinku earlier. Because I was uh, like, what are you talking about? Glorious right, and right. blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It is valid. Yes, yeah, thank you for reminding me that. Okay. The three of you feel a wave of calm wash over you. A nice warm kind of feeling in your, you know, in your belly of just contentment. And in particular... Ferris and Therina, those two Kenku that are here that you were intent on either harming or stopping them from doing something. It doesn't really seem as important. They're just they're just bird people. You guys can all get along. You know? And then after I cast it, I'm going to say, guys, there's something going on that's really bad. You guys are being charmed somehow. I don't know how, but I'm going to figure this out. Just please bear with me and try not to kill anybody. You used to be a bear. Huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for reminding me that. Aramel, it's now your turn. You heard some fighting in the other room where Thorina had just ran into. Malkin ran up to the door and shot an arrow into the room. Elemen followed close behind, and you saw the flash of divine magic as Elemen cast some sort of spell, and the room has fallen quiet. Just to be clear, you were not affected by the spell he just cast. I will... Both of the people that we have tied up are, like, awake, right? Yes. I would draw the bow, like, pointing at one of them and tell me, like, tell me what the hell is going on here. So let's uh, go ahead and roll intimidation. That is a 14. 
the Kenku answers. You spill black claw blood. We spill your blood. I will shoot an arrow into his foot. Oh. Like, I'll slowly, like, I have the bow pointed at his face, and I'll slowly just, like, turn it down, and then just mm. let it go, right? Like, kind of kind of nailing his claw, I guess it would be, to the floor. You pin its talon-like foot to the deck, and it lets out a squawking-like shriek. Element and Malkin, you hear a very human-like shriek from the other room, and turn and see what Aramel has just done. Stop! Just Aramel, wait a minute! Aramel, stop! Stop! Why? There's something wrong here. You can keep the conversation going, but it is now Therina's turn. Well, I don't want to fight anybody anymore, right? Right. So I guess I'm just chill. Oh, I guess I could also, like... Melkin, what the hell is going on right now? Listen to me. Y'all are acting insane. Listen to me. You know me. We are... Think about it. We are on our own ship. And you're killing people. I clearly see Ceruleans. They have their badges. They have their uniforms on. And they're dead right now at your feet because we killed them. And we need to stop. We need or to stop. Or someone's tricking you and they're actually trying to kill all of us. My mind, my head is clear. Clearly, Glorious sent people after us. So I don't know why y'all won't let me just finish them off. The end. So back at the top of the round with Varys. Well, I'm glad you guys are, you know, finally starting to listen. We need to capture these guys and question them. Find out what they're doing here. Like, I know you guys are saying that they're not here, but they're right there. We need to find out who sent them and why like, why they keep coming. Obviously, Glorious is probably behind this. I will hold person on, on, on them again. And they failed their save, so there's another flash of Varus's magic. <laughs> Varus, you see that second Kenku also kind of freeze in place. Alamin and Malkin, you see the second Cerulean, who is kind of now looking back and forth between you and Thorina, suddenly freezes as Varus's magic settles in on them. Um. Yeah, you're right. Just that—that's fine. We'll just need to tie them up. Yes. I'm gonna say, do you? You can see my eyes right now, correct? You know what this means. You see, you can. You know what it's happening right now. Um, I cast true side of myself. My eyes, I said, were, like, glowing. You could see mm-hmm. the light coming out of them. Ferris, go ahead and give me an Arcana check. 27? Divine magic is quite a bit different from arcade magic, but you are familiar with spells that would give people the ability to see things as they truly are. So you have a pretty good idea of what he's talking about. Okay. <laughs> so you know that I can see truthfully everything the way it is, there's something wrong here because we don't see Kinku, or I, excuse me, I don't see Kinku, I see our own men. We're kind of out of initiative order for the moment, so go ahead and roll Persuasion for that. Uh, 15. So I probably should have done this before. Um, Varys, I'm going to have you roll against Elements 15 for Persuasion. Um, because Malkin just made a similar argument um, and you didn't quite buy it, and because you can see the wounds Serena has picked up from fighting these Kenku, I'm going to have you roll and add three. You can then add or subtract your insight modifier. Add it if you think Varus is suspicious of Elemen and Malkin, or subtract it if you think Varus is starting to question what he himself is seeing. Uh, 17 plus 5. <laughs> okay. I mean, he says it's a true sight spell, but... 
just because his eyes are glowing. I mean, if anything, if anything weird is going on right now, it kind of seems more like Element and Malkin are the weird ones. I kind of glare him up and down, and I take a step back. Well, clearly your magic's a little off or something. I don't know. So there's just a little moment here of the four of you looking at one another, kind of eyes flitting from one to the other to the other. And then Varys and Thorina, you see three Kanku come running down the stairs at the far end of the cargo hold. And they kind of get like just to the bottom of the stairs, like one of them's like all the way into the cargo hold, the other two are a couple stairs up. They all draw their crossbows, and one of them shouts, For Glorious! For the Black Claw murder! Malkin and Elliman, you see three more crew members run down the stairs at the far end of the cargo hold. They come into the room, they've got their, their crossbows up, they are they look kind of confused, a little bit frightened, like they have no idea what's going on. The one in the front shouts, Beat to quarters! All hands to arms! God damn it. <sighs> they then say, Scions, who is attacking us? Where are they? Then Varys and Thrina see the crossbows fire. Two are going to hit Thrina, one's going to hit Varys. So, Thrina, uh, give me two constitution saving throws, and Varys, give me one. Uh, the one hit one of my uh, illusions. Thank you. Yes, you still have mirror image up. So one of the illusory viruses vanish as a crossbow bolt flies through it. 18 and a 5. Okay, so the two crossbow bolts hit you. You take 12 piercing damage. That's a lot of dice. And then 17 poison damage. Element and Malkin, you are about to respond to the Ceruleans that have just run into the cargo bay when you see and hear Thorina kind of give out a little grunt and then she jerks as if she's getting hit by something. You see no attacker, no projectile, but she sounds and is acting like she just got hurt. The fuck? Uh, and that, so He's only Malkin, got like 30 hit points left. BT dubs. <laughs> so she's looking rough. Um, you don't see any outward signs. Uh, like you don't see her bleeding. You don't see any like you know damage to her armor. But you've also seen her take some pretty serious beatings, and just the way that she's holding herself, or like the look in her eyes, she just she looks like she is not in a good way. We'll drop back into initiative here with Malkin. I mean, I had an idea what I was gonna do until you said all those people showed up. So fuck that. Can you tell me what beat to quarter means? Yeah, it's an old naval thing. Someone would actually like beat a drum to alert everybody to prepare for battle or some kind of uh, enemy action. And you all have been on the Donros for several months now, so you would be familiar with this terminology, and they, they probably like have done some drills for this. And um, as a scion, are we a higher rank than them? Yes, you even actually outrank the captain of the ship. Okay, so I feel like or I'd say to Elman, like, we need to pull rank here and call this whole thing off and tell the ones that are trying, that are starting to attack them now to get over with the other ones and put down their arms. Then I just start yelling to them, everyone stop right now. You lay down your arms. This fight is over. I say you three need to go over there with them 
and then everybody stop. And I point at my freaking Scion badge. Between you pulling rank and just the fact that they don't really know what's going on yet, uh, I'll give that one to you without a roll. The three that just came down nods, and they, they all lower their crossbows and start to like walk toward the the center of the hold where the other two are being held by Varus's magic. Can I look at Therina? You need to trust me. They're listening to me. Look, I just gave them orders as a scion, and they listened to the orders and went over there. Trust me. Therina, you look in the direction that he's gesturing, and you see three Kenku with their crossbows still aimed at you. They are reloading as they begin to advance across the cargo hold. But do I still see them as, like, not a threat, though? No. Now that they've shot you, that calming effect has gone away. Cool. Um, then after he said that, I'd be like, what are you talking about? They're about to attack again. Element, you are up. Malkin is pleading with Thorina, and you can tell that your calming spell is no longer having any effect on Thorina. Okay, um, so I saw her get hurt, clearly. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm gonna run up to her, uh, run up towards her, and uh, just put uh, my hand on her shoulder and cast greater restoration on her and see if that helps. The red divine light of Tempest washes over her. You can usually sense when your magic is healing or changing something. Therina appears unchanged. What the fuck? I don't. I, I don't. I don't get it. You know what? I'm getting frustrated. I'm getting very frustrated. I don't want to do this, but I have to do it. Bonus action, War Priest ability, and I'm going to try to knock Thorin out. <laughs> yeah, that definitely hits. It's like 28. <laughs> <laughs> so what does this look like? Like, What are you hitting her with? Well, I still have my sword out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to hit her with a blunt end of my sword, like the, the pommel. But I still want to use smite. <laughs> A non-lethal smiting. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and roll your damage. 12 points of slashing damage. 14 points of smite damage. Um, so it'd be 26. Halved because she's raging. Is 13. Three, now make a constitution saving throw. 16. Just out of the corner of your eye, Thorina, you see Element pull back with his sword arm like he's winding up for a swing. And then there's just a blast of pain as something slams into the back of your head. You stagger forward. You're in bad shape. You have, what, like about 25 hit points left, right? Yeah, okay. So you manage to stay on your feet, to stay conscious. It's bad, but you've had worse. Ellen, I'm sure you're getting some surprised looks from your other companions and from the Ceruleans that are in the room. Do you want to say anything as a free action to them? I'm going to look at them and go, we're just going to have to do this. I just shake my head at them. I had my um, sword like up, like still, and I just kind of like my arm kind of goes limp at my side, kind of like I've given up. Just trust me. Aramil, you're studying the Kenku that you just shot in the foot, trying to get answers out of it. When from the other room, you hear Malkin making some sort of plea, things get a little quiet, and then you catch some movement out of the corner of your eye, and so you turn in time to see Elemin deck Thorina in the back of the head. What would you like to do? I think me kind of buying into Varys' plan to tie them up was a signal that, like, I at least am admitting that I know that something's up. Mm-hmm. So if that's... I think I'm fine with them trying to solve that. Awesome. I would recognize that Element's not doing it out of malice towards Therina. 
I think we've all have built enough trust in that. That's that's a good point. Can I go to the uh, the gangplank facing outside, and can I do a perception check to see if there's anything out there that's like like something that looks like it might be casting a spell, like something watch kind of watching this all play out. Sure. I'm trying to look for the source of whatever confusion is happening, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I'm picturing, like, if there's someone else who's casting the spell, they must be outside the ship somewhere. Okay, scanning outside the ship with your sharpshooter's eyes. Go ahead and roll perception. That's only a four. Outside, some of the longer grasses are rustling in a light breeze. The wind is just a little cool as it rushes along the same path, almost as if it's chasing the river back towards Sinashore. The sun is working on getting up to midday, but it's not there quite yet. It seems downright pleasant outside. You don't see anything that causes any sort of alarm to you. All right, let me try something else then. I'm going to use a dash action and try to get... I'm going to run past, like, out of the room I'm in, past the, the all the fighting in that room that they're in, and I want to run towards the source of where these people keep coming from. Okay. Through the second cargo hold, up those stairs would lead to kind of, like, the middle level. So that is where there are the, the crew quarters, and then what I've been thinking of, like, engineering, which is, like, where the the engines and, like, the, the magic, um, like, crystals that kind of help the thing fly. I think you get, like, right to the top of the stairs, and you can look into, like, the crew quarters. You see there, it, it's basically, a, like, two rows of bunk beds, like, all the way kind of down the, down the hull of the ship. Um, they are two sets deep, so, like, for each, like, every, like, eight feet or so, there's basically like four beds, two stacked on two. You see there are about 13 Kenku up here. Um, They are all in the act of either stabbing a crew member who is in their bunk or near a bunk, or they are standing near a dead crew member who is laying on the floor somewhere in the bunk room. I don't have really have any action left, so there's nothing, really, there's nothing I can do. I use dash. Threna, it's your turn. Since you've all returned to the ship, Element has been acting kind of weird. And as you have been getting stabbed and shot by Kenku, he's been urging you not to fight, to just let the Kenku do their things. And now that you are in a pretty bad way, he has suddenly attacked you from behind. What would you like to do? Okay, well, damn it. I'm gonna attack him. I had this coming. Okay. Uh, 22 to attack. 22 just hits. God, 23 damage. Ah, alright. When I attack, I'm gonna bet I'm going to yell that he's a traitor. So be like, traitor! And then, like, hit him back at the top with Varys. The Kenku are shooting at you and Therina and advancing through the cargo hold. Element and Therina have begun trading blows, and Aramil just ran through the room. What would you like to do? I'm starting to see my companions fighting amongst each other. Mm-hmm. While the ship might be filled with Kenku, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening right now, and I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't want to be part of any of what's going on. So I'm going to activate my sh- like shawl of the Elder Starlight. Okay. Do you, you have that card ha- right in front of you? I don't, actually. That's fine. I didn't expect to use it right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no worries, I've got it. This is a cloak that you got in the Fey Market in the Summer City. Among other abilities, it allows you to retreat from reality for up to 24 hours. You basically step into the space between dimensions where the Elder Starlight forms. When you do this, though, you do have to say ahead of time how long you want to stay there. Yeah, and I'm... <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to nope out of here. And I'm going to say a whole day. Okay. Yeah, it says I, I, I return in the exact state I was left in, though. So, we'll mm-hmm. see how that works. <laughs> that could be interesting. Um, the rest of you are somewhat elsewise engaged, so you probably don't see the pinpoints of starlight begin to glow on Varys's skin and his cloak. You don't see those pinpoints becoming larger and brighter, even though they aren't actually casting light throughout the cargo hold. You do, however, feel a brief rush of air, like when someone opens a window and the change in air pressure causes a door to slam shut, though this is silent. And when you look to where Varys was standing a moment ago, there is nothing. The Kenku with the crossbows continue to cross the cargo hold and open fire on Therina once again. Only one of them hits, but it is a critical. <laughs> oh, high roller here. Okay. Uh, that's over. That's four damage from the arrow. And uh, roll a constitution saving throw. Thirteen. Okay, so you feel the venom enter into your bloodstream. You're beginning to feel weak from just all the other damage you've taken, and so your body can't quite fight off the venom this time. You are going to take the full effects, though you are resistant because you're a dwarf, so... 11 poison damage. How you doing? Um, hang on. Oh, yeah, I'm at 8 hit points. Oh, okay. So I'm, like, staggering. Mm Mm-hmm. And up in the crew quarters, a big chunk of those Kanku are going to run through the far door into the engineering. That's going to leave six up there with Aramil. And they are... Three of them are going to take a shot at you, and then three of them are going to advance with their scimitars. You dodge all three of the shots, and two of them go clattering down the stairs, and the third one is stuck into the wood behind your head. Malkin, it is your turn. Aramil has just run through the room, Varys is nowhere to be found, and Elamin and Threena seem to be fighting each other. Malkin, Malkin is kind of distraught at, this, at the moment. He sees that Therina is, looks like she's hurt pretty bad, and I feel like he looks at her and says, like, I'm so sorry. And then he turns and looks back at the Ceruleans that he clearly sees. And I just say, Ceruleans. And I point at Therina and I say, knock her out. The three Ceruleans exchange glances. And then the one who spoke to you gives the other two a nod. And she grabs her crossbow. 
She moves briskly toward Therina, and the other two follow suit. And then they are swinging their crossbows, like, butt down at Therina. That's two hits, and then a critical hit. So I'm out. Uh, well, let's, let's see. Maybe they're going to roll really poorly. No, you're definitely unconscious. Okay. <laughs> Therina. Malkin turns to the Kenku, says, knock her out, and then they are descending on you. The first one hits you with the butt of their crossbow. You stagger, and then you're staring right into the beady, hate-filled eyes of one of them before it smashes you in the face. And Thorina doesn't remember it, but everyone else watches her crumple to the floor. Elvin, you're up. So you punch Thorina in the back of the head with the pommel of your sword. She spun and smashed you with her hammer. Malkin called the Ceruleans to take her down. She spun again just in time to catch a crossbow butt in the face and has collapsed at your feet. Okay, so she's knocked out. I, I know she's going to be okay, though, correct? Just standing there looking down at her unconscious form, I don't think you're certain of anything. To be on the safe side, I'm going to bend down, and I'm going to just cast Spare the Dying on her. With that, a little bit of peace falls over her face, and, and now you are sure that she's not going to die right now. I look at the Ceruleans that did that, and I'm going to say, tie her up and make sure she can't get out, and I'm going to run up to where Aramil went. Okay, yeah, you make it to almost within arm's reach of him. Aramil, you just dodged a couple of crossbow bolts, you heard some shouting from down below you, then the thump of something that sounded roughly the, the size and shape of a dwarven barbarian hitting the deck, and now it sounds like someone in plate mail is charging up behind you. Did you hear Malkin say he was sorry? Probably, but... Okay. <laughs> Alright, so um, on their turn, the Kenku charged into the engineering room, is that right? Um, a little bit more than half of them, yes. Okay, I will charge in there. Okay, there are still six in between you and the and the engineering room. Can I make an attempt to get through them without having to fight them? Sure. Give me how a... high is the ceiling? Um, there's a, there are enough elves in the Cerulean Suns. I would say that they would probably make this at least eight feet, so that you know the elves weren't having to hunch over just to, like move throughout the ship. So I don't have enough room to like try to like do like a flip over them not over the people but you could like like jump through bunk beds or over top of bunk beds like to get around them some kind of mix between like parkour and you know leaping through and over bunk beds i could see something like that yeah roll uh acrobatics 28 hell yeah um, i'm parkouring the shit out of this room oh yeah no that's good that'll do it you still have your action in the engineering room you see there are another six kenku that are um again either like have just killed somebody from the crew or are in the process of like just stabbing them in the back right now and then there are this it looks like the six kenku that have just run in from the uh, quarters so there's 12 of them in the room six of them were occupied six of them are like look like they're going to continue through is, is this the room where you would like start the ship to like fly away yes I want to try to start the ship 
but I, I don't know how much I would have to fight through them to do that. Um, I would say you could. I would well, say if I would know how to do, do that, that, I guess necessarily. Yeah. yeah, and it is fairly technologically and magically advanced, which is why nobody else has our ships right now. I'm trying to think what would be a good skill to check here for you. You have uh, you have vehicle proficiency, right? I honestly have no idea. I've never written that down on my character sheet. But you have the soldier background? Yes. Okay, then you do have vehicle proficiency. I mean, that is like wagons versus an airship, but it's, it's something. Okay. So go ahead and roll, and then just add your proficiency. It's only a seven. Okay. Uh, you know, gee golly, there are a lot of levers and dials and things in here. And, like, you've been through engineering when the ship's been underway before. And when the thing is flying, uh, the people working in here made that made it look easy. It does not seem so easy right now. Okay. Therina is unconscious. Back at the top, Varys is no longer in this reality. So that brings us to the NPCs. In the cargo hold, the Ceruleans turn to Malkin and say, What in the hell is going on? Why did we just have to do that? We're, they're under some sort of a spell. We need to figure out how to get it to stop. But we needed to stop them before they killed more of our, our men. And women, possibly. And um, and I just, or I feel like Elemin had just bolted, so I just say, follow him. Okay. Uh, they do. Up in engineering, Aramel's going to get shot at a little bit more. So as you kind of skid to a halt in the engineering room, looking around, trying to figure out which of the levers or dials or slider that will start the ship up, there's a flurry of crossbow bolts. But you nimbly dodge or deflect all but one of them. So, um, so Aramil, give me a constitution saving throw. 15. That is just high enough. So you again feel the heat of that venom in your veins, but um, okay. you can feel yourself fighting it. And I'm gonna so. use, well, I'm going to use my um, deflect missile. Okay. Ability. Roll it up. That would be a roll to 10, so that's 16 <laughs> plus 11, so reduced by 27, which I hope to God that one arrow was yeah. not that much anyway. That is high enough that you just knock the crossbow bolt away. So forget what I said about the poison or the venom. The Kenku who were already running through the engineering are going to keep going. The six who are in there are staying. They are going to look like they're going to try to fight you. And Malkin, you're up. I'm not gonna like run up with Elliman. Just gonna let him handle that. <laughs> okay. Go like by Therina's side, um, just in case she wakes up to try and see if that worked. Like if she does wake up, like okay, yeah, she has a clear mind now and she understands what's going on. Or if not, to maybe try and calm her down if she wakes up raging. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So Elliman, as you were coming up into the quarters um, section of the ship, you saw Aramel. Parkouring and diving through the bunks and rushing into the engineering at the far side of the room. You see, like, really confused and uh, a little bit, more than a little bit scared. There are six uh, crew members in the quarters here. They have their weapons drawn. They were looking at Aramil as he ran by. They, they're looking back to you as you're running up the stairs. And, like, half of them are kind of like, raising their weapons at you like we don't know what the hell's going on yeah uh, I would shout crew stand down 
and then um, is he far enough or is he too far to where I couldn't tackle him maybe yeah alright hold person <laughs> okay so that's a wisdom yeah so, so I'll I make a wisdom saving yeah. throw 14 you do not save so you are now held I'm going to use indomitable to re-roll any saving throw uh, that's only a three. So. Okay. <laughs> Tell me what that looks like as you like as you cast that on Aramel. Yeah. Uh, I did the thing where I kind of like run up, and uh, I'm sure like everybody, like you said, looks confused, and I just like, <sighs> sorry. <laughs> After I say stand down, I just you know throw a hand out and you know it's whole the... person like literally I'm frozen. Yeah, it's like great. Uh, so and... I would picture myself being frozen like a like in a no, don't do it kind of. <laughs> I like that. So as soon as. Aramel freezes. You notice that the crew all around you have stopped moving as well. And you hear a voice say, Oh dear, this is such an inconvenience. Oh my god. And from inside the engineering room, which you you, you know you couldn't see around, the winter judge from the Feywild steps into the crew mm-hmm. quarters. The Archfey is wearing or what you thought at the time was a, like a like a white unitard that almost looked like the same color as their skin. Um, but now seeing them up closer, you see that's just their skin. They just have no like hair on any part of their body, no anatomical features other than their limbs. Atop their head, their hair like quaffs and flows up almost like a troll doll, like up into like a point of very like fine, downy white hair. Their eyes are a solid, brilliant purple, save for a tiny, starburst-shaped white pupil in the center. And they just kind of points a finger at Aramel, and you can move again. And you now see there are no Kenku around you. The Archface snaps his fingers, and Malkin and Thorina are up in the hold or in the quarters as well. And Therina, you wake up and you can you don't see any Kenku, any sign of Kenku. The Archfey snaps their fingers again. And Varys, you are yanked from wherever you were back into the crew quarters. And like you are it. there as well. I don't like it. Isn't it such a bother when someone kills your vassals? Glorious purpose is mine. They are my eyes and ears in the Summer City. I admit, I was very angry when you killed them. I'm slightly less nose, so now. Does it help seeing the looks of terror on these things' face as their trusted heroes cut them down? That was nice. What is this, some sick fucking joke to you? While it is funny, justice is no joke. How close is he to me? about 30 feet okay i don't is am, am i uh, can i attack him you can try okay well i do? i take this shit very seriously so because my sword is still out and i used uh, i did ignite flame with it last time i'm going to uh at range uh <laughs> cast um sacred flame and like hurl it at him through my sword okay the fire from your blade leaps across the room toward the archfey 
the judge's head tilts ever so slightly, and just a couple feet away from you, the sacred flame just seems to disintegrate into a small little flurry of snow that scatters as if blown by a wind. And the Archmage just gives you the most condescending look you've ever seen. Of course he does. <laughs> I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. I have advantage on this. 29 or some shit. <laughs> on a save? Yeah, on a save, it's, pl- it's 29, yeah. 29, okay. So you freeze in very much the same way you were just holding Aramil moments ago. <laughs> it is certainly unnerving feeling how powerful this being is. They stopped you hard with barely any effort. In fact, perhaps more unnerving is that there was no sign at all of their effort. No arcane residue swirled in the air. There was no flash of light, no sound, no subtle shifting of elements, no sign of any type of magic that you were familiar with. Just one moment you are attacking, and the next moment reality has changed to match the arts phase whim. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your kind deserve everything you are going to get. Have we officially paid our dues now? <laughs> no. This was just my part of the sentence. We told you we had many things we wish you to see. How's everybody doing? I feel like I was debating on whether I should have should have attacked after Element, but um... what would Tharina do? Th- Tharina would be raging and going after him with the hammer, like leaping toward it. Okay, I think that's if what you, you should were, do. like, thinking about doing that, I feel like Malcolm would want to try to persuade you not to, like, in the moment. So, I mean, like, no. if she started to move, like, I am going to start shouting, like, like, immediately. And you can shout, I'm still going to follow through with the attack. So, Thorina, you're getting back to your feet, you're getting ready, like, to attack. Yeah. Malcolm, you have seconds, like, what are you doing or saying? I would say, this is exactly what they want us to do. This is what we got convicted of. You can't just keep attacking these people. Thorina, roll insight with advantage. Good, because I was a three. Well, that didn't help me anyway. Seven. You know he's right, but Malkin being right is not going to make smashing this fey in the face any less enjoyable for you. So, what are you doing? I'm still going to attack. I think you should. Yeah, attack. Attack. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, I mean, I, and I don't know why I thought this, but for some reason I thought you all would not attack them. He's in our world now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> As you get back to your feet and then leap to attack the Archfey, their eyes just flit from Elemin to you, and you suddenly find yourself suspended in the air. You can move, but you are nowhere near anything. You can't do anything other than just hang there suspended. Well, that's nice. That's cute. You still think yourselves the heroes. (laughs) Sure. Maybe you started that way. Defending those who needed protecting. But then you took the gifts of the Beast Lord. You murdered guards. You framed drunken fools and let others die for your crimes. You stood by 
and let a beloved ruler be killed. You let a demon crawl its way into this world. You terrorized a village of pixies. You sold each That's other fun. into bondage. That's also fun. You stole from a respected merchant and killed her guards. Still fun. You, you let your curiosity get innocent people killed. You killed seekers of justice and helped a criminal escape his bonds. You give blood to Hastur and his puppet's king. You slaughtered women and children. You broke an accord and murdered my vassal. To say nothing, their eyes shift to Varys. Of tearing the life from a loved one. They then look to Elemen. Or betraying one friend and then vowing to betray all others in order to save your wife. Another voice comes into the crew quarters then. Do you presume to judge them again, Samhain? And the Autumn Judge appears. They are swathed in dark robes. Peeking between the various layers of cloth are borders of golden leaves. Their skin is a pale bronze, and a pair of large black horns swoop forward from their head and then backward so that the tips end up near the middle of their back. It's not clear if the horns are highly stylized hair or actual horns. I know you wouldn't do so, and impugn the honor of our court by not weighing those deeds against their full accounting. The winter judge uh, sneers at the autumn judge and makes a point of just throwing their hands up and, and stepping to the side. Since you are here, why don't you give that account? The autumn judge begins, says, They saved the Arnuris from the Grimshaw. They protected a village from an abomination. They saved Wendell Gray from the Beast Lord, put an end to a pack of werewolves. They rescued people from an orcish prison. They saved the people of the Freeholds. They saved the dwarves of Valorhold. They slew Kardagash. They slew Karim the Clever and ended its plans for a Hydra uprising. They killed Neildras, the Gloombringer. They were the first mortals in 4,000 years to survive the Well of the Moon. They were champions in Sinistur. They earned the favor of Ilmater. They killed a Veil Creeper and protected the Cascade. And then they freed the leader of the Soman Akum from being trapped as a child. The Winter Judge doesn't seem very happy about this. I feel like like I'm just gonna I'm anger Malkin's angry and he just stands up and says Heroes are not perfect. We're not perfect, but we're gonna save the world. You might slow us down, but we're gonna do it. The winter judge just kinda scoffs. You think so much of yourselves. You like killing so much, we will give you plenty more opportunities. He turns to the Autumn Judge and says, This does not change their earlier judgment. They will still be punished. And then he vanishes. And it's just the Autumn Judge. We've already been punished enough we stood trial already, didn't... Can't you be tried again for the same thing? You are not being tried again. This is your sentence. We were never... We were already sentenced, though. I'm confused. You were told that your eyes could not be blinded because we had many things to show you. This was one of those things. Each of the other judges will have an opportunity to show you something. 
flesh, then your sentence will be fulfilled. Even you? That's to say, what are you gonna show us? Even me. We will see in time. And then the Autumn Judge seems to shudder, and their body breaks apart into millions of pieces, millions of tiny little butterflies that flutter away, scattering to all corners of the cargo hold before disappearing into nothingness. Then the crew around you, who are frozen, begin to move again. They are confused. They stare at you with wide, frightened eyes. And then you hear shouting from the rooms below. Casualty! All hands report! We've got wounded here! But your memories have changed. Now you remember shooting, smashing, and slicing your crew members. Not Kenku. Your crew. And you know that if any of them are still alive, they won't be for long. feel about that thomas kind of bad oh thank you kitty yes you're you're a very good hunter i'm very proud of you but you're very loud what that's great (laughs) damn i can hear too um yeah she brought me one of her toy mousies and it was very important that i see it yeah. <laughs> probably, probably that line over again. We don't want that. <laughs> Sorry, let me just pull something up. Yeah, it should. It does quite a bit, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I hope this is all in the podcast. This is compelling audio right here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I'll definitely leave that in. Hell yeah. Um, I'm parkouring the shit out of this room. You have to say parkour whenever you jump. (laughs) It's elvish for sweet-ass moves. Um. Um, I... I will say, just so they guys, like, I think you guys did a great job with that, and you killed way fewer of the crew than I thought you would. Um, kind of the the baseline, I thought, was that you were going to end up killing everybody. So, <laughs> the, fact you only, the fact that you killed, like, 8 out of 40 is... 
really not bad. Yeah, that would have been bad. It would have been interesting in a different way. Did the captain survive? Yes, you saved the captain. Did Argo survive? Yes. Yeah. That's all I care about. (laughs) You didn't care about... Oh, boy. You didn't care about Venton Joss, the navigator? No. No. (laughs) Or Archie Raven? One of the carpenters. Ooh, Raven. God forbid something happened to him. Beauregard uh, LaSalle's, the other carpenter. Is, is this Evan's pirate character? Has he come no, back? No, this is the crew that I named for the ship. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, is this you have Evan's 40. Oh, Dad. I don't yeah. have. I don't have 40 everybody? names. I named like the officers and some of the higher level folks, and then it's just. Did you? Did you record the first pirate session by any chance? I didn't. I have the uh, second and the third one, but we did not get the first one. Damn it. I know. That, that, that me riffing on names was... That was good. Cool. That, was that was cool. So good. I don't even know where all that came from. Probably <laughs> a lot of the rum that I drank. That'll help. That'll help. 